This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. In the remote Himalayan country of Nepal, artists have thrived for thousands of years. When visiting Nepal, you can find their beautifully carved statues, elaborate wooden doors, traditional window frames, and impressive stonework reflecting the very soul of their two major ways of life, Hinduism and Buddhism. In most cases, the artists have articulated the wishes of a benefactor or spiritual order who have commissioned these beautiful pieces of architecture, sculpture, and paintings that reflect Nepal's core beliefs and cultural norms. For example, Buddhist monks and lay people are trained for many years to depict the intricate stories of Buddhist history that are painted on what are called tankas. Nepali architecture has given the world the classic mandir, or pagoda, that is so iconic to images of Nepal. These multi-layered pagodas go back to the 4th century AD and are part of the rituals that are used to honor Hindu gods and goddesses. New stupas and mandirs are rarely built these days. And as land is gobbled up by housing, this classic architecture is being pushed aside. However, as old art forms are encroached upon, a new form of expression has emerged. Nepal's trucks are moving art pieces that capture the imagination of all Nepalis. Nepali truckers happily compete among themselves as they commission paintings at their own expense that make their trucks vibrant and colorful canvases to express their greatest passions and display the things they really care about. The result is a stunning new art form that is perhaps unique in the world. Where else can you see paintings of Buddha, Bob Marley, a salute to the football teams of Europe, and romantic fairy tale art? Well, by paying attention to the colorful truck art of Nepal. Spotting newly painted trucks and reading their sayings is a national pastime that foreign visitors to Nepal can easily miss. And they would be missing some key elements of what Nepal is all about. As these unique Art forms travel around the country. Their creative work is seen by thousands of people every day. Nepali truck art provides a moving snapshot into the spirit of Nepal. Come along and take an artistic road trip into this trucking industry's love of art, color, and creative expression in Tattooed Trucks of Nepal. Horn, please. <laughs> The distinctive Himalayan country of Nepal seems like a long journey from most anywhere. But it is a topographical treasure that contains low-lying jungles and the world's highest mountains. Much of the travel within Nepal is still done by hiking on trails, some of which are not for the faint of heart. In a land lacking level ground, Nepali engineers have been very creative in their road building. But Nepal's mountain roads are still dangerous and can be a nerve-wracking experience. 
spreading over this still challenging landscape is an ever-expanding road system navigated by a wide array of large freight trucks called vans carrying cargo from India, Tibet, and China. But these are not just plain, boring freight trucks like you see in many other countries. Gods and goddesses help protect both lives and trucks on the unpredictable roads. These large vans and carriers have been around for a long time. After years of plain sighting, and straight stripes, there is now a movement to use the whole side or rear doors of the van as a themed presentation. For example, Lord Shiva, his wife Parvati, and their son Ganesh are presented here in a modest size to fit the space of the steel ribs of the van. This bold and dramatic representation of Lord Shiva fills the space of the entire truck with energetic lines of color, and provides a powerful image for both Hindus and Buddhists. Lord Krishna is one of the most popular of all the heroes in Hindu mythology. Painters capture his playful charm, good looks, and his love of music. This painter is just finishing up the clean, easy-to-read writing style that is a distinguishing trait of Nepal truck painting. There are rarely mistakes. The strong, mythical, half-ape, half-human Hanuman is seen carrying an entire mountain of herbs. This is a super-looking Hanuman, but it's not painted. It is computer-generated art made into a large decal. These take some patience to install correctly, but are easy to create and come in a variety of images. But it is still traditional brush and spray artists who bring a more personal touch to an owner's truck. <laughs> truck driving is dangerous work, and while crashes do happen, painters try to ensure their trucks an accident-free future by applying well-known symbols of protection, such as this eagle and other strong animals which are important in truck culture. Some cultural groups have a tradition of painting or carving eyes at the front door of one's house to offer protection to the resident, because the eyes can see what's coming. The same applies to trucks, as eyes can see the road ahead. Eagles also contribute to road safety. They represent speed and power, and truckers believe an eagle adds a sharp eye to the road. The forged metal cobra and trident at the peak of this truck grill are symbols of the powerful Hindu deity, Lord Shiva. The snake can portray alertness. The trident represents Shiva's three roles of creator, preserver, and destroyer. The preserver role brings strength and comfort to the driver. The swastika is an ancient symbol of protection and good luck, which sometimes shocks foreign visitors due to a terrible misappropriation by the Nazis. When a swastika is shown on a horizontal line, it is actually an ancient symbol of peace, long life, and good luck used around the world, including by some indigenous people in the Americas. The Nazis usurped this auspicious symbol and turned it to the right 45 degrees, making it their own and perverting the meaning. The Nepali swastika always sits on a horizontal line. Painted differential gearboxes 
and car hubcaps serve as good luck charms to keep away trouble. Some Nepalis joke that hubcaps show how many cars the driver has hit. Hopefully, it's only a joke. This retired truck is similar to the ones from the 1960s and has a shoe painted near the bumper. Shoes state, don't mess with me or I'll hit you with my shoe, which is a terrible insult in this part of the world. The shoe design probably comes from the Sadar Sikh drivers from Punjab, India, who were the first truck and bus drivers in Nepal. The tradition of a shoe as a protector continues on some new trucks. Here the shoe serves a dual purpose. The driver is showing his knowledge of the world-famous brand Converse, but the shoe also repels jealousy, envy, the evil eye, and other unanticipated dangers. Truck decorating isn't limited to painted decals. Colorful fabric can be seen dangling from the frame, the mirrors, and bumpers. This roadside shop in Dulikel specializes in pre-made fabric bunting, pom-poms, tassels, material to cover the ceiling of the cab, dashboard, steering wheel, and any remaining bare surface. And if the driver needs something special, it can be made on the spot. These fellows stopped in to buy new bunting to freshen up the inside of the school bus they operate. Truckers are very attached to their vehicles and often refer to them fondly as their second wife. But this feminine fabric on trucks serves an additional purpose beyond making them colorful. First, the wife, mother, or girlfriend wants the highly decorated interior to remind the trucker that while he is away working on long trips, she is home, probably with children, waiting for his return and to drive safely for their sake. Second, some people believe that female ghosts are attracted to truckers and try to bewitch them. These soft fabrics indicate the presence of another woman, so the ghost will leave the man alone and look for another victim. The wife of this driver has come along to help install her selection of fabrics for the cab. Nepalis are fond of Ganesh, the god with the human body and the elephant head. His role in the world is to remove obstacles, and he is a favorite among truckers. The outline of Ganesh makes for a good pre-made sticker. This full-size, clever, and artistically painted image of Lord Ganesh has a calm, welcoming, and light-hearted feeling that would be difficult to create with current sticker technology. Sometimes Ganesh is created out of the leaves of the Bodhi, also called the people tree. This tree is sacred to Buddhists, as Buddha attained enlightenment under the Bodhi tree. Occasionally, just the leaves of the Bodhi tree are found on trucks, indicating the trucker's Buddhist devotion. As Ganesh is widely revered as the remover of obstacles, he is especially worshipped when school testing is about to happen. At this shrine to Ganesh, students have written their names in chalk as a reminder to Ganesh to help them be successful in their exams. Yeah. 
Drivers like to name their trucks or themselves in romantic or manly ways. This trucker has written, Girls, Facebook crazy. Road King is interesting, not only because of the figure skaters, but it's using three colors that are seen on so many Nepali trucks. Green, gold, and red. Oddly enough, these are the colors of the Ethiopian flag that represents the Rastafari religion, which was developed in Jamaica, 9,000 miles away from Nepal. And although Nepalis have their own faiths, it's hard to find a truck in Nepal without Rastafari icons and colors. In the 1970s, hippies, Nepalis, and Rastafarians shared a mutual interest in peace, love, and cannabis. Rastafaris found Nepal an excellent location to manufacture hemp-based fabric products, such as clothing, bags, and hats, using their iconic colors and inspiring a long-lasting truck painting tradition. If a trucker needs reflective tape or a patch-up of red, green, or gold, a quick phone call is made to a tape walla who arrives on a bike to do the work probably hoping to sell a new steering wheel cover in the process. When vehicles came into the picture, Nepalis had to be very creative and solve a huge problem that most capital cities in the world didn't face. Kathmandu is at an elevation of 4,600 feet. In this 1955 film, you can see how it lies in an ancient lake bed and valley surrounded by rugged mountains, which are to the south of the higher Himalayas, seen at the top of the screen. But these geological obstacles didn't stop Nepalis from obtaining motor vehicles. In the late 1930s, the Nepal Motor Works was an active company selling Ford and other major brands of cars from their Lazampat location in Kathmandu which presents a bit of a mystery, given the fact that there were no roads coming to Kathmandu from India or Tibet at that time. In 1958, the Rajpat from India was the first drivable road to reach Kathmandu from the world outside Nepal. Before 1958, everything that came to Kathmandu was carried on the backs of porters. Every conceivable object was brought into Nepal's mountains this way, and when the royal family, or the very wealthy, wanted a vehicle, each vehicle and its fuel was carried to Kathmandu in a one-week, 25-mile trip by teams of up to 96 professional car carriers. And it wasn't just automobiles that were hauled over the mountains. Here is Sukhrapat, one of Kathmandu's major streets under construction in 1941. The photo shows two medium-duty work trucks on the street. The truck on the left looks similar to a small, but heavy, 1933 Ford. Here is a similar truck, photographed in 1968 and left over from the 1940s. What's interesting here is the handwritten saying in English on the rear panel, Life is always sweet. This could have been the start of Nepali truckers expressing their thoughts on motor vehicles, a tradition that continues in much of Nepali truck art. This truck says sunny morning, my pride, my Nepal, sweet memory, and here's a proverb, morning shows the day. 
There is a long tradition of displaying positive messages. Enjoying the riding on trucks is a traveling sport for Nepalis. This is called truck sahitya, truck literature, and is seen on many vehicles, much to the enjoyment of the traveling public. The late Narayan Bhakta Karna of Banapa is considered the grandfather of Nepali truck literature. Narayan not only came up with artistic designs for a driver's truck, but if needed, he would help compose a poem or saying that expressed the driver's feelings about a special topic. The Nepali Times writer Upasana Karka fittingly describes Narayan Bhakta Karna as Nepal's Lori Laureate. This simple idea of combining truck art and literature caught on and is now a tradition with a majority of truckers. These are national treasures since they are a means of individual expression from truckers who are often marginalized in the society. You know that old saying, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Well, in Nepal, they wear their hearts on their bumpers. A mini form of truck literature is seen on fender guards, truck doors, and anywhere the thoughts of the driver can be easily seen. These are short and sweet and mostly about the driver's love life. Nepalis enjoy poetry and wordplay and sometimes put together expressions that don't add up to the sum of the words, which makes readers interpret for themselves what the meaning might be. These two clever truck owners hired a painter to write a saying that can be read in a variety of ways. Haukadine, Majaline is open to so many interpretations. For example, give a little, take a little, drink lightly, have fun, go slow, be happy. And if you're behind me, take it easy, enjoy life, don't bug me. After the terrible earthquakes in April 2015, an impressive number of what are called tippers were purchased and used to haul out the enormous amount of rubble and return with construction supplies. Tippers are being bought by a younger generation who, while honoring traditions like a splashier, more flash kind of design. For many new truckers, it's not an easy situation, but they are bringing a new spirit to the country. Aitamun Gurung is a first-time truck owner. He exemplifies the positive spirit of many Nepalis. Abba, 
इसलिए तो धारणा सुसार मले है ना अपने देश में बस हम अपने परिवार संग्रामों सुख दुख का मेहनत कर रहा है ना तेज सोच रहा है सर मेल पे In the Pali Hindu and Buddhist communities, significant new purchases necessitate a traditional blessing called a puja with family members and spiritual leaders. In this case, the puja is to ensure the financial success and safety of Itamungarung and his truck. The quirky command, horn please, adds to the noisy spirit of constant motion found on Nepal's roads. The story goes that this odd custom comes from the days when Indian-built trucks were made without side-view mirrors. So the driver needed a signal to tell him that someone was behind his vehicle. Even though Nepal's trucks have now had side-view mirrors for decades, the long tradition of painting horn please continues to the annoyance of people who would like a quieter environment. While Great Britain colonized India for 190 years, it never took over nearby Nepal. Perhaps as a result, Nepali seemed to have great affection for Britain, which could also be because so many Nepali men, and now women, have served with the British Army for over 240 years as the world-famous Gurkha soldiers. You'll see them honored on trucks with a soldier's face, their jaunty hat, and the deadly knife, the kukri. Trucks are used to express patriotism. After Nepal's 10-year civil war and long border blockages by India, many truckers rededicated themselves to their country by showing more of their unusual flag. Here is a good bit of trivia. Nepal is the only country in the world whose flag is not a square or a rectangle. The Nepali constitution lays out how to draw the official flag from very clear geometric measurements. It is made up of two crimson pennants, Nepal's national color, and has a thin blue border symbolizing peace. The white moon at the top and the sun at the bottom are important astrological elements because Nepal operates on a lunar calendar. It created a bit of a stir when painters first started making new interpretations of the flag as these designs went against established traditions. Now this zippy flag has become popular, and thanks to the creative work of truck painters, the design is also used on Nepal's national airline. The flags of other countries are also part of the color palette on trucks. It's easy to find tributes to Britain's Union Jack, but interestingly from a design point of view, this flag is seldom depicted in a stylized form. Typically, no matter what size the Union Jack is on the truck, it is shown as a whole flag. In contrast, the American flag is portrayed in all kinds of shapes and proportions that has nothing to do with how the flag normally appears. A salute to America's stars and stripes often appears on bumpers and is made up of highly reflective stick-on vinyl tape. You'll see larger impressions of the flag using very imaginative layouts. 
It's always a revelation to discover secret displays of flags. These are not visible until you look from a certain angle and then you will see a flag magically appear along the truck frame. Family relationships are strongly valued in the Pali culture. One way this is demonstrated is by the tradition of painting the names of the driver's children on their trucks. Many times the names are written in Nepali on one side and English on the other. This is a terrific tribute to a son. This trucker from the Tamang ethnic group has a picture of his son created on the side of the van. The son's name is Cecil, and the letter I is painted as a candle. The use of candles and oil lamps is a part of traditional life in Nepal. It is common practice to light an oil lamp, butter lamp, or candles at the beginning of the day and for any religious or formal occasion. When a business opens in the morning, a candle or butter lamp is lit in a shrine to bring blessings to the store and the employees. Buddhists commemorate the memory of their parents and departed loved ones by lighting candles in places such as the stupa at Bodhanath. A few rupees are exchanged for candles and the ladies keep them lit. Bumpy roads don't lend themselves to carrying around open flames, so many truckers paint candles along the side of their vehicles, on the fenders, or have stickers of candles in the windows to continue the custom of lighting candles. A traditional butter lamp is often seen near the side door of the cab and is part of the warm welcome given by drivers. At the rear of Nepali trucks, there is a strong tradition of showing the owner's respect for his parents. Ama Buako Ashibat is a blessing given by parents to the son and his truck. By displaying this on the back, the driver publicly acknowledges his parents and is in keeping with how highly mothers and fathers are respected in the culture. In 623 BC, Lord Buddha was born in Lumbini in what is now Nepal. And while Buddhists make up only 10% of the population, Buddhist influence on the spiritual and artistic lives of Nepalis is remarkable. Buddha's image is a popular subject for painters, and there are several common painting styles seen on the roads. This one has powerful lines of energy. The relationship between Hindus and Buddhists in Nepal is usually compatible in that they stick up for each other's beliefs. All Nepalis get irritated when they hear the world and the Indian media incorrectly proclaiming yet again that Buddha was born in India. Nepali truckers of both faiths have taken up the cause and proudly write on their trucks, Buddha was born in Nepal. You'll see it written everywhere, especially on trucks that travel to India. The Nepali government feels so strongly about this that it printed a message on its 100 rupee notes. Lumbini, 
the birthplace of Lord Buddha. There are new traditions also. One significant international figure who has been embraced by the country is the reggae musician Bob Marley. As the biggest envoy of Rastafarianism, he is associated with its Afrocentric values of social and political justice and the spiritual use of cannabis. His name is everywhere, on hotels and tea shops, however remote the location. His likeness is on stickers, posters, paintings, sweatshirts, everywhere. Bob Marley's image has now become a new Nepali tradition. So much so that this painter was commissioned to design and paint a magnificent tribute to Bob Marley in an impressive style that brings an audience to see him work his spray gun magic. When you are traveling in Nepal, look around and count the Bob Marley signs and stickers you will see. Robust mythical characters, as well as made-up scenes, are the work of a quiet, thoughtful, self-taught artist who goes by the single name of Porna, who has a grand style of spray gun art. He wants to move into specializing in the design and painting pictures of musicians, such as this super-sized moving poster of the Canadian singer, songwriter, and actress Avril Lavigne. You can see his unique and colorful design style, which will likely provide a major influence on other painters for years to come. Nepali truckers avidly follow the major football and cricket leagues around the world, especially the ones in Europe. And Europe is nearly 5,000 miles away. They can spend well into thousands of U.S. dollars for highly designed truck art that passionately displays their love of sports. All the major football teams are represented, including Liverpool, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United, and Manchester City. Football stars like Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi are honored with detailed paintings and creative designs. The painter, known as Nanki, is a self-taught artist who is very talented in creating sports personalities, whimsical lines, and what appears to be champagne bubbles, and the famous flaming footballs of Nepal. And even for me, that I'm from, from Spain, from Madrid, I have seen Real Madrid or Chelsea, London, and, and it's crazy. It's, it's how they know how to capture the essence of the other side of the world into their trunks and express their hobbies and their, their, their emotions and their, you know, their, what they follow. And it's really nice. <laughs> There is very little commercial advertising on vehicles, except in 1968 when all taxis were painted in stripes to call tourists' attention to Nepal's jungles and wild tigers. Truckers also like to include visuals from outside Nepal, images from different cultures or icons from the Western mythology that comes from Hollywood. You will see salutes to Jack and Rose and the real love story. 
and of the fascination some truckers have for the Titanic. Plus, you will find vehicles named Titanic Express. Then there is the comical Titanic Airways. It's either a very clever joke, or the driver didn't see the end of the film. Prior to the year 2020, might have been the golden age of Nepal's expressive truck art. Filled with quirky sayings, whimsical folk art, good luck symbols, thoughtful verses of love, and a personal sense of spirituality. With the dawn of 2020, several forces appeared that could potentially crimp the art scene for the road ahead. Many painted but aging trucks are reaching the time when government environmental regulations will force them off the road. At the same time, new trucks are being purchased and being used with what appears to be minimal decoration. Compare this fancy painted and colorful tipper with this spotless factory fresh truck with no adornment, which could be a new trend. And now there might be competition from the long-dreamed-of all-weather rail service from India and Tibet that will challenge the need for long-haul trucks. If trucks are no longer the sole transport choice, they'll lose the profit that enables them to pay for their arty painted creations. From the south, Nepal and India have agreed to work on what looks like a competing plan with China to bring rail service through the jungles and over the lower mountains into Kathmandu and then lay rails across the mostly flat but environmentally sensitive areas near the southern border. From the north, China and Nepal have signed an agreement to create a plan to bring rail service from Tibet through the spectacular trekking area of Longtong National Park and into Kathmandu. But for Nepali truckers, it will be a staggering loss of income. Yet none of these three countries have yet determined how they are going to engineer the safety of the railroads, considering there are two massive tectonic plates meeting under Nepal that will be a serious challenge to any kind of rail service. And with active plates that are still creating the shaky Himalayas. There are additional threats to Nepal's truck art. Starting in January 2020, the Nepali government dictated new rules for truck decoration that will certainly dampen some of the charming visual and cultural elements of their vehicles. The new rules forbid the outright display of truck sahitya, their novel display of truck literature, sayings, and poems. The government maintains that some of these are offensive and that they create distractions because when drivers of other vehicles read and react to the writings, there are crashes, injuries, and property damage. The new rules say that existing literature must be erased, and no new work of this sort can be created that might be offensive to someone, or probably the government, as some Nepalis say. These painters told us that they can adjust the new rules of truck sahitya as they are colorful but a modest part of their truck painting work. If larger painted decor is eventually prohibited, painters might work on creating a new but smaller industry of murals for homes, hotels, and restaurants, or go back to farming, as one of them said. They are fearful of the loss of their own income, of course, but also for the jobs of their many assistants. 
Thank you. The new regulations also state that the use of the culturally important interior decorations are distracting to drivers and are now prohibited. The saddest part of this rule is the effect it has on women who created and sold the fabric all over Nepal. Chumpha Dahal ran the flourishing decorating shop in Dulikel and spoke of her frustration, explaining that she used to make as much as 20,000 rupees a day and employed 12 women. Now she is making less than 7,000 rupees, and with the new ruling, she can barely keep three women employed making party and wedding decorations. Her concern is how this ruling by men negatively impacts the meaningful employment of women. Time will tell how all this will play out. But let's remember, Nepalis remain extremely flexible and have a history of inventing unusual ways of solving seemingly insurmountable problems. Whatever obstacles the future may hold, Nepali truck art is a testimony to the adaptability of their creative spirit. Coming from Nepal's rich legacy of artistic history, truck art incorporates love of family with patriotism and new cultural traditions, all interwoven with spiritual beliefs. Today, Ida Mungarung is taking his newly blessed truck on the road for the first time. Like other owners, he's paid out of his own pocket to have it painted, which brings him no direct economic benefit. It's simply for the pleasure of sharing his truck art as a private ambassador, conveying the spirit of Nepal. He is now one of the many truckers who bring color and cultural vitality to everyone who sees and hears the tattooed trucks of Nepal. Horn, please! You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.